Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everybody, it's time to believe in the Big 12. If you're a Big 12 baller, this podcast is the place for you. Every week, we dive into the hot topics surrounding Big 12 football and even some basketball. Guest stars, former players, industry experts, conference shakeups, hoops hypotheticals, football fantasies, you name it, we have it. In the process, we'll look at marquee matchups, roster comparisons, coaching carousels, and analysis of big-time moments. You will literally feel like you are etched into the fabric of the Big 12. From the creation of basketball to history repeating itself on the gridiron, our take on all things Big 12 will have you glued to the edge of your seat. So whether you've got a favorite Big 12 team or are just a fan of the conference, buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. Welcome to the Believe in the Big 12 podcast, a proud member of the Believe Podcast Network. Okay, we are live with the second episode of the Believe in the Big 12 podcast, and I hope you're ready for a real doozy of an episode, because I am. No, seriously, I'm starting to feel woozy because of how great this episode is. But before we jump in, I just want to ask you all one question. Did the Big 12 just get saved? Well, you know how I said we don't know what the hell is going on with the Big 12 last week? Now, we might just know what the hell is going on in the Big 12. It's crazy how things 180. The Big 12 is expected to hold a formal vote to admit BYU, Cincinnati, UCF, and Houston into the conference this week. Yes, you heard that right. This week. Possibly even before we see next Monday. Which also happens to be my birthday. But I would never give myself a shout out. I'm not that type of guy. The Big 12 is still at a juncture. Don't get me wrong. But the hot news is that Houston, BYU, UCF, and Cincinnati are likely to join the conference, which means it will be the Big 12 again, and all will be right in the world. Houston has been a real competitor in NCAA basketball in recent years. BYU is a beast on the hardwood itself, and just produced a second overall pick in the NFL draft in quarterback Zach Wilson. UCF went undefeated in college football last season, and Cincinnati has always been a stingy opponent in both football and basketball. And they were in one of the most epic four-overtime games against UConn that included a 62-foot buzzer beater right after a game-sealing three, so they thought. So if they can deliver more thrillers like that, I'm all for their presence in the Big 12. Let's go team by team. And before I do, let me state the obvious. This deal is not official yet, but all signs point to it. The presidents of multiple Big 12 athletic departments said they are going to all but rubber stamp these invitations to these four schools. Sounds pretty ironclad. 
and let's state the other obvious. Unfortunately, these proposed teams can't replace Oklahoma and Texas in stature. Texas is the country's richest athletic program, for crying out loud. And Oklahoma is the only Big 12 team to make the four-team college football playoff. And we all know Texas would have made it in 2005, too, when they won a national title. Shout out Vince Young. The Big 12 still has to be considering that the media value of these four teams combined, realistically, doesn't even equate to the media value of Oklahoma and Texas. The two powerhouses saying sayonara to the Big 12. That said, the new Big 12 can expect to earn more than the ACC or Pac-12 in TV money, surpassing those conferences by more than $23 million each. Chalk that up to all those ESPN primetime games that BYU has been racking up in these past few years. That's the danger of an independent, but they're not going to be an independent for long. And, of course, the Big 12 still leans on historic games at Allen Fieldhouse and the Kansas Jayhawks' amazing basketball stadium. And like the college football atmosphere in Manhattan, Kansas, the home of the Kansas State Wildcats. But back to the TV money. Either DAZN, an over-the-top streaming service based in Canada and a global power, is involved, or they brokered a deal with ESPN over the tampering of the other conferences, Pac-12, ACC, etc., and letting OU and Texas out early. Maybe both. It would explain the expedited expansion to 12 teams. But UCF, Cincinnati, Houston, and BYU, they simply don't care. They believe they can compete in the Big 12 and will fit right in. They want the platform and respect that the Big 12 deserves and has to offer. In no instance is this truer than in the case of UCF. Fresh off of a 13-0 football season where they were nonchalantly passed over for a spot in the BCS playoff, they are hungry for a chance to really prove their worth and prove it to their fans who are 70,000 strong and in a prime media market in Orlando. Cincinnati comes out of a very big-armed, sweet-shooting, battle-of-the-bruisers conference in the AAC, so they certainly have the toughness to compete. And they currently sit at number seven in the nation in college football, also in a big-time television market. As I mentioned earlier, BYU has spent its independent years scoring primetime games against primetime colleges like, let's read them off, Texas, Michigan, USC, Washington, Michigan State, Tennessee, Mississippi, Mississippi State, Georgia Tech, Virginia, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Cal, UCLA, Missouri, Arizona, Arizona State, West Virginia, and LSU. Riddle me that. And they've largely competed in those games. Houston, meanwhile, is in the fourth largest city in the country, and they believe in their power to bring strong recruiting to the Big 12. Houston has also essentially been playing in an SEC market since former Big 12 member Texas A&M's debut in that league in 2012. The proximity to Baton Rouge and LSU hasn't hurt either. And last but not least, Houston is just 165 miles east of Austin, Texas, home of the Texas Longhorns, so it wouldn't feel like too much of a change, even though, like we said, Houston can't replace Texas. Or maybe they can down the road, 
but certainly not right now. So, how are some of the premier coaches reacting to the rubber-stamped addition of BYU, Cincinnati, UCF, and Houston? Let's go to Oklahoma State football coach Mike Gundy, a legend in college football for his performance and for his attack me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Quote, where he was defending his quarterback. He had some great things to say about the potential of these four teams would bring to the Big 12. He goes on to say, People see BYU as a Power 5 team. You see that logo, and you don't really know they're an independent. You think they're tied into a Power 5 conference. And Central Florida has 71,000 students, and they're in a heck of a television market. And they have a heck of a recruiting base. And they've played good football now, Gundy said. Then you have Cincinnati, who also has a big television market. There's a lot of people that live in that part of the country. And that logo has grown in popularity in the last few years. And they're winning. People see BYU as a Power 5 team. From Coach Mike Gundy. That's saying a lot. And BYU Athletic Director Tom Holmo said his goal is to have BYU remain in position to play the country's best teams and athletes. That means not only to play talented BYU student-athletes in his starting lineup, but to play them against the cream of the crop. But, despite how well these teams fit and stack up in the conference, folks in the Big 12 will find it strange at first. And I can't blame them. Fans, too. They aren't used to these matchups, after all. Cincinnati has only played Kansas in football twice. And the last time was in 1997. They've only played Kansas State six times. And the last was in 1995. You get the picture. That trend continues for the other schools in their matchups. But they'll warm up to Orlando, and they'll come to appreciate Cincinnati, Houston, and Provo. These are charming cities that fit the Big 12 vibe. And three of them are coming from the same conference, so that will help the transition even more. Granted, they'll have to provide 27 months' notice and pay a $10 million exit fee to leave the American Athletic Conference, but it'll be well worth it for the exposure the Big 12 will bring them. Plus, AAC Commissioner Mike Oresco said those terms are negotiable. And that's good, because the current pay gap between the four proposed schools and the Big 12 is around $30 million. Though the valuation of the Big 12 without Texas and Oklahoma is likely much less. But reports have suggested that Texas and Oklahoma made up about 20% each of the value of the league, removing 40% of the league's value to TV providers. New estimates suggest the league would be worth $20 million per team. A little bit of a downgrade. The funny thing is, a lot of the coaches still seem just as blasted into a whirlwind as us. Here's what Cincinnati football coach Luke Fickle had to say. If this is legitimately true, it'll be a bit of a shock. Fickle said Tuesday in a response to the reports. Has there been five to six months of work? Maybe, but whoever has done it has kept it a really good secret. How much does it affect us? I don't know. How much have I been involved in it? Absolutely none. I can't think of a better quote to sum up this situation. How much does it affect us? I don't know. I felt that on a personal level, Coach Fickle. We simply don't know. But I can't wait to explore where it goes with you all and see how the Big 12 takes shape with the addition of UCF, Cincinnati, BYU, and Houston. So share this episode with a friend or a Big 12 baller, because the more hot takes, the better. 
Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time on the Believe in the Big 12 podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.